0: This is MJ. I'm an author. I'm an artist. And I'm an analyzer. You can find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Welcome to Writer Tears. This time, I am here to talk about part four of the Common Writer manga, which is uh, oh called the Thirteen Common Writers. And I'm really excited to talk about this one. This isn't what I've been waiting for uh, to talk about, but it is a really good section of it, and I like a lot of what's going on here. So uh, at the end, I'm going to talk about my uh, favorite action scene or image, uh, my favorite story image, and my, uh, you know, the peak drama, and then the peak, well, I guess I have two things that are kind of peak action, but one is more like a, uh, honorable mention, and the other is the actual favorite one that I have, so, anyway, um, but yeah, I thought this was really good, you know, it, the whole manga, and the whole story of Combinator versus Shocker here, does move pretty quickly, and in a logical way, um, we got to see, the great leader or uh, supreme leader, whatever he's called, uh, complaining about budget costs in the last uh, section with Cobra Man wanting to be resurrected. Um, yeah, I think he, he did complain about it with Cobra Man, and I don't think he did with the Spider Man or Man Spider, whatever. And, um, you know, that makes a lot of sense that they have, they, you know, whoever they are <laughs> that comprise Shocker, have these investments that they pour into you know, these cyborgs and it's a strategic, strategic thing. You know, you got to spend money to make money. You have to invest your time and energy and efforts into developing a elite, uh, set of killers to support your oligarchy. And if you don't do that, then, well, you can never have an oligarchy or a, uh, you know, crazy authoritarian dictatorship that can rule the world and make its people into chattel. And, you know, if you want to be a success, you got to learn from Shocker and see what they're doing. They're trying to cut costs, they're trying to save money, but at the same time, as we see in this instance, they're willing to really step up their game and put an investment into uh, killing Takeshi Hongo, the commoner who is opposing them and who has proven able to stop their forces and stop their, you know, at least halt for now their plans for global domination and if you want to enslave a planet you really cannot afford to have loose ends like Takeshi Hango running around so the step that they take is because uh the grasshopper uh cyborg is their most powerful version yet they decide hey let's make more grasshopper cyborgs to combat Takeshi Hango to defeat him and once you know even though we're going to dump all this money and resources into creating these 12 uh, hoppers, uh, after they kill Takeshi Hongo, then we will have 12 very powerful, you know, hopefully they all survive. We'll have 12 very powerful enforcers to do our will. And because we haven't been able to stop the one common Rider, you know, by himself, hopefully our 12 uh, new champions, our 12 uh, grasshoppers, our, our swarm of locusts, if you will, will, uh, that's a Shin Kamen Rider reference, by the way, um, will be able to ensure our domination and that'll be great for us because that's exactly what we're looking for so this chapter was a little bit shorter uh there was a lot of just action that uh you know, took up the page count you could say and i don't want to really spoil it i mean it, the section is called the 13 commoners that's what the very heading is so you already know something's going to go on with these 13 common writers and you know hongo is one of them or he's not one of them it's you know maybe hard to say but they they do they do spell it out um anyway uh, so my point is I don't really want to spoil what it is, but I will emphasize on this instead. So I won't tell you what happened. You'll have to, I, you know, I'll go full spoilers when I talk about chapter uh, five, I guess, because uh, I won't be able to avoid them at that point. But in this section, uh, something I love, um, is the absolute desperation because it, it is so fast paced, this section. It's just page after page of action for, I don't know, 10 pages at a time or something. I'm not even sure, but I, I went through it pretty quickly. You know, there was dialogue. Uh, There was basically like dialogue in the beginning, dialogue at the end, and then in the middle, it was almost exclusively action and some inner monologue with uh, Hongo. And it was really cool, really exciting. I would actually say it was riveting, (laughs) and um, I really enjoyed it. And I kept feeling emotions. I kept feeling for Hongo as the noose got tighter and tighter, and things became more and more desperate for him. And he fought valiantly to escape these 13 common raiders somehow and he he came up with different plans and different strategies and he tried a few different tactics and he did great and uh he put up a really good fight and uh it was really impressive and then thankfully you know his friends came along and helped him out in, in the end there including an unexpected ally okay so an honorable mention for my favorite piece of art from this is at one point he's jumping over one of the uh other uh you know the mass produced the uh the locust swarm of common riders or grasshopper guys and uh actually I prefer the calling these guys locust cyborgs but they're not technically cuz a dumb thing that I won't go into right now but he uses cyclones uh six jets on the back of it to basically roast this guy and again i love the struggle that common rider has with the fact that he has to kill all these brothers of himself and or, you know, brothers and sisters when there's, you know, lady cyborgs, too. And it's awesome. that Like, it's cool and beautiful and moving and sweet that he is, like, you know, sensitive to the the deaths of these people that he has to deal out. And at the same time, from a fan perspective and from the fact that this is fiction, uh, it's awesome to see him roast this <laughs> um, guy who's trying to murder him with his... uh the rocket boosters on Cyclone, it's just, it's really, really cool, and I'm not ashamed to admit that, uh, my peak drama, um, panel or page, it was, it's a section of a page, actually, is Ruriko and Hongo are out on a walk in nature, and she's talking about how beautiful it is, and there is, <laughs> he seems kind of distracted, and like he's looking off into the distance, and I don't know, maybe, like, he doesn't even want to be there, and, which is not true, It's just he's struggling with the fact that he's a cyborg and he feels so distant from her. And, you know, I don't think she blames him for her father's death anymore. Otherwise, she wouldn't be coming around, right? Um, She realizes it was Shocker, but he's so fixated on the fact that he's no longer just a man. The fact that he's now a cyborg and that he has this battle to fight against Shocker and... That's distracting him. He's decided to pour all of his family's wealth, because apparently the Hongo clan was very uh, wealthy and powerful. He's decided to put all of his family's efforts into becoming... Oh, this is so good. Into becoming equipped to defeat Shocker, despite the fact that Tobe Tachibana mentions that they, at the Hongo (laughs) Manor, I'll just put it that way succinctly, uh, they at the Hongo Manor have the resources and were attempting to do the research to... Restore Hongo to his natural body to, I don't know, reverse his cyborg modifications in order to make him into a normal man. And instead of doing that, he decided that he wants to stay the common Rider. He wants to keep his cyborg body for now, at least until Shocker is defeated. And yeah, while he wants his humanity and while he wants to be able to go back to a normal life, he's willing to sacrifice that for Saving people's lives, opposing Shocker, and stopping their evil from ever happening to anybody else, which is one of the core ethos, in my mind, of Common Rider. That's what makes Common Rider who he is, and it's one of the reasons I absolutely love the character and the story of Common Rider, and uh, that's really impressive, and um, one of my favorite things... Is And this panel isn't specifically called to that, but there's a division. And, you know, comics are laid out in panels, and they separate from each other with these gutters, right? The white borders, typically they're white. Anyway, there's one between Hongo and Ruriko, and they're looking opposite directions. Their heads are about the same size. It's as if they were talking to each other, and yet they're separated from each other, and they're looking in different directions. And in the context of everything that's going on with him emotionally, it feels like this little... Section of the manga; these little panels represent emotionally what is going on, which is that they are separated, and there is no way for them to break through those borders at present to be together, to be on the same level. And I'm not, I'm not you know, shipping them. I'm not saying I want them romantically involved, but just they have some form of relationship, and it's limited and it's constrained by everything that's holding him back and everything that's, you know, creating a rift between them because there is a distance and a gap that you know, needs to be navigated and it's unclear how it can be based on just the, this little section of these panels. And I think that's really beautiful. And then for my, uh, my peak art section, I have this awesome (laughs) image of Hongo. Who's, I don't know how injured he is at this point, but he is desperate and he's fighting Hayato Ichimonji, who is one of the shocker riders, uh, one of the, the locust cyborgs or whatever. And, uh, it is a desperate fight. Um, and, uh, Ichimonji posed as a, a journalist and came into the Hongo home, and Hongo noticed the scars on his hand, on the back of his hand, and it just turned into this whole thing, and it's it's kind of like this cat and mouse thing, this intrigue, this, um, like almost this thriller aspect of the manga, until finally the full, the you know, all out attack is, uh, perpetrated by. Uh, by the shocker writers and again uh, Ichimonji is like tricking him and trying to get him killed too and it's just Hongo's like at his almost his most desperate and uh, he's really hemmed in and he comes along and like jumps off of a tree and uses his momentum to turn around and sock Ichimonji in the face and Ichimonji gets shot and just it's super cool it's just it's a really great scene of action and it's really intense and it kind of makes me laugh that these guys are going to become, uh, you know, spoilers, these guys become partners, they become the double riders, right, from the show at least, uh, and like one of their first interactions where they're both being 100% honest about who they are is Hongo sucking <laughs> the guy in the face while <laughs> Ichimonji's trying to kill him, and uh, I just, I, I really like the start of their relationship and how it all turns out, because, you know, it turns out for the good to, uh, to, to a large extent, so that was really cool, I really enjoyed that, so Anyway, this chapter four or part four of the manga is really exciting. I really like the story of the 13 common writers and how that all turns out. And, uh, I'm super excited for the next section. And I love how, uh, you know, without spoilers, this section ends and it just flows into the next one. And I'm really excited for people to, to talk about it more broadly and more openly in the next episode, because I will, uh, you know, I'm assuming you're reading along with me. And if you're not, well then, uh, you know, I can't hold back forever. And, uh, It'll just hopefully compel you to read the manga because as much as I say it's good and exciting, uh, it's just, it's better when you experience it for yourself. So, anyway, with that, I'm going to go ahead and get out of there. I would appreciate it if you went over to the website and checked out all the stuff that I have there. Until next time, folks, be well. This is MJ, signing out. I hope you enjoyed that. Go to mjmunoz.com to leave any questions, comments, or other feedback you might have. There you can find all of my analysis, art, and fiction. I cover books, tokusatsu, comic books, anime, and more. Look around, you're sure to find something else that you'll enjoy as well. This has been a Story Over Everything production.